The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7 episode 3522. Today it's our deep dive episode for episode 1 of season 3 of The Bad Batch. That's confined and we're going to talk about Omega as the patron saint of lost causes, so to speak. Punch it! Hey Rebel Razor, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy. And thank you so much for joining me for it. So for this first deep dive episode for Season 3 of The Bad Batch, and we are talking about Confined, that's the first episode of the season, I want to talk about Omega as the moral center, not just of this episode, but of the Bad Batch series in general. So it's kind of a running thing, if you want to put it that way, in many of the Bad Batch episodes where the adult male members of the Bad Batch say that that they can't do something, they won't do something, they shouldn't do something, and Omega talks them into it because it's the right thing to do, and they go, all right, fine, and then, of course, they do it, and everything works out fine, and it is the right thing to do. Now, this happens episodically and in nice contained stories, but it's also been a continuing story arc over the course of the entirety of the Bad Batch, in particular, thinking about Crosshair and about the fact that she still regards him as her brother, even though he he has tried to hunt down the Bad Batch at worst, and at best has just rejected them. Although he did, in fact, while still under the influence of the Empire, save Omega's life at the end of Season 1 as well, when she dove into the water on Kamino to rescue the ro uh, robot AZ-3, and, you know, almost drowned herself, but Crosshair rescued them both. And speaking of Omega and Crosshair and water, when I was watching this episode of The Bad Batch, it kind of reminded me the way that Omega is working on Crosshair about water. And there's this great line in the Tao Te Ching where this is uh, chapter 78. It says, Nothing in the world is as soft and yielding as water. Yet for dissolving the hard and inflexible, nothing can surpass it. It goes on to say, The soft overcomes the hard, the gentle overcomes the rigid, Everyone knows this is true, but few can put it into practice. This is something that Omega has been putting into practice pretty much throughout the Bad Batch series. We see her working on Emery Carr in that way. Doesn't quite crack her in time, but hey, you know, <laughs> certainly some progress was made because she got Emery to not actually dispose of the Tukadol and to even offer Omega the opportunity to go back to her cell and Emery would pretend that nothing had happened so that Omega wouldn't get in trouble for getting Crosshair out and trying to escape. But Crosshair, she's been working on him every opportunity that she's had. And we finally see the walls of the dam breaking down in Confined, where Crosshair starts off with, go away, like you're gonna make things worse for the both of us. 
to a you gotta stop coming here because I'm not worth saving, to coaching her about what her objective is and to stay focused on what she's trying to do and leave all the lost causes behind. However, <laughs> that's what Omega excels at is lost causes. And Crosshair is the greatest example of those, but we also have a smaller example with all the Lurka hounds in the episode and Omega's efforts to befriend them. And it seems like that's going nowhere as well until one of the hounds gets injured and she's able to calm the beast long enough to be able to apply a Bacta swab on it and heal it up which leads to the dog becoming, for all intents and purposes, domesticated, as the droid says. But then, of course, the droid wants to see the, <laughs> the hound terminated because the domestication is a problem. So in that case, Omega acts to, as the saying goes, save what she loves. And she's doing a similar thing with Crosshair, trying to save whom she loves. It's hard to say for sure whether she really loves Crosshair per se, but there's, you know, different kinds of love. And this is sort of a, a filia kind of love, a brotherly, sisterly love, if you will, a love of comradeship and companionship and a shared history as clones, because she also says she doesn't think any of the clones should belong in captivity there. And if she had her druthers, she would see them all saved. Now, when Royce Hemlock finds out about this, he derides Omega and says, yeah, you're just an idealistic child, and uh, maybe there is a case to be made there as well. You know, the whole thing about not fighting what you hate but saving what you love is a really difficult concept if you dig into it, and we probably should do that on a future episode. But, you know, there's a moment at the end of Season 2 where Omega has the drop on Hemlock and could do a galaxy worth of good by taking him out right in that moment, but it means that she would be sacrificing Hunter and Wrecker at that point. So, yeah, you can argue about the utility of that idea. <laughs> in many cases both ways, I'm sure. And yet, and yet, for the purposes of our discussion, the choices that Omega makes are consistently in line with compassion and grace and love and redemption. At the base of all of these is hope. And this episode is possibly, in its way, one of the most hopeful episodes of The Bad Batch in really difficult circumstances because there are so many times that Omega could lapse into hopelessness, but hope has become almost like a discipline for her. It's something she's actively working at and practicing, and sure, there's gonna be moments where she fails or where it feels hopeless, but she is actively working on keeping that flame alight and doing what she can to continue forward, even in the darkest of places. And it has finally brought her to a place where something good can actually happen. Or at least we know that'll be the case by the end of episode three. So that's going to do it for our deep dive into Confined, which is episode one of season three of The Bad Batch. And that's going to do it for this episode of the podcast. If you enjoy the show and you haven't done so yet, I hope you'll consider leaving a rating or review on your app of choice. And those apps often have a button that says subscribe or follow or like or join. I hope you'll consider hitting one of those. Doing those two things will actually help more people find this 
daily dose of Star Wars joy, and so will telling people too. Please share the show with other Star Wars fans that you know. And if you really want to help support the podcast and its production here as we approach its 10-year anniversary, even for just $1 a month, you can do more if you like, but even for just $1 a month to help defray the cost of the show, you can join up at patreon.com slash SW7X7. And it just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for this episode of the show as always, and may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. 7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox, and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyrighted by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.